0: Hi, Husky fans! Welcome back to Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast. I'm Trevor. I'm Jake. We're like Timon and Pumbaa.
1: The Lion King. I just watched that the
0: other day. Yeah. So we both have young children. So (laughs) every every Disney Disney movie from. Our childhood is now coming back into circulation. However, did you uh, see the previews for the new one?
1: I did. It. that the animation looks incredible.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> and do you see some of the people that are in it?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Star studded.
1: Isn't isn't uh Whoopi? No, Whoopi wasn't the old one.
0: I don't know, she might be. Uh the Queen <laughs> Bee Beyonce herself is I think she's Nala. She's
1: Nala, yeah.
0: That makes sense. She's the queen bee. She's the queen lion. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite John Oliver is Zazu. That's going to yeah. be
1: great. That yeah, yes. So They got a they got a good ass cast though. Yeah, I think you know
0: Seth Rogen is, is Pumba?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sold about that one.
0: Well, he's in it. So we'll see what he is. Yeah. So You know what's,
1: you know what my son's obsessed with right now? Mm, no. Have you seen Big Hero 6?
0: Yeah, that's a good movie.
1: It's a great movie. If
0: you have to have a movie on repeat, that's the one.
1: Yeah, we've watched it over and over and over. He's obsessed. That and Lightning McQueen. Oh, sure. And for some reason, he keeps saying, Dada, every time he sees Lightning. And I'm like, meh, I don't win as much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Touche. You'll get there, buddy. uh, Yeah. You just need to put more money into your car. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I got to tell you, we're recording a little bit late, and it's my fault we are moving. But partway through the move, my wife and I just lost energy, and we went to the place, the spot, Royal Corral. You ever been to one of those?
1: No, it sounds like a, a Golden Corral.
0: <laughs> it's exactly what it is, and okay. it's probably Golden Corral. I probably said it wrong. <laughs> okay. And I, here, here's so it's a buffet. It's it, it is what it is. Um, where did you spend your twenty first birthday? Not at the Golden Corral. Yeah, I they definitely had a twenty first birthday celebration at the Golden Corral.
1: <laughs> had to have been family. Because like, if if any of my friends were like, hey, let's go for your 21st and then took me to the Golden Crown, they're not my friends anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. No, she was with her family. I think she had a little a little guy. So, you know, let's hope that she's going to put baby baby boy to bed. Daddy will stay home and maybe she'll be able to get out and, you know, actually partake legally. I can dig it. So, yeah. So let's uh, let's get into the Apple Cup. huh? Let's get, I mean, that's why we're here. Right. I mean, this is why this is why we watch football. Um, this
1: is why we do the podcast for this
0: episode, dude. That was, without question, the most nervous I've been going into a an Apple Cup in, in a, quite a few years, and yeah. man, that was did, a domination. Did Did they not
1: do exactly what Washington does, though?
0: They did, but I I sort of, you know, I work with a, a couple of really hardcore Washington state fans. I read a little bit of Bob Moore stuff this week, and I'm thinking, everybody thinks this is the year. Like I'm pretty confident Washington's gonna win, but I mean, I'm getting a little nervous.
1: You know, you know why I think everybody thought that this was Wazoo's year because they had the better record. They were higher ranked. And if they not beat this, teams,
0: Washington lost too.
1: if if not this year, then when that
0: is a great point.
1: If, if they can't beat them this year with, um, a quarterback that a lot of UW fans have thrown a lot of shade at, then what is Wazoo going to do when we keep getting better quarterbacks and not just better quarterbacks, but a better overall team, the recruits that we're getting in are coming in that are better. Wazoo's in a world of hurt right now.
0: Yeah, that you know, if you're a Wazoo fan right now, you're hoping one of these teams that matches up better to Washington boots them out to where even if you lose, you're still in your driver's seat. Because uh, and and they've shown it over the last five years with this Peterson, uh, really Jimmy Lake, Pete Kwiatkowski defense, is that why Wa- Lake even said Washington State isn't putting wrinkles in. They just keep trying to out execute Washington and it's just not going to work. No,
1: nope. And he said, as long as Leach is coached there, we're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. There's been some, I mean, that is not a Chris Peterson thing. And I'm glad he's saying it because he said he called it basketball on turf. He, you know, he said it's his favorite game of the year. He keeps talking smack, talking a mess, but. Washington uh, State has yet to do anything about it.
1: Yeah, I it. I mean, right now, over the last six years, you could hardly call it a rivalry because it's just Big Brother taking over.
0: Man, and it is making Cougar fans very
1: mad. Oh, yeah. I will, like we just said, I mean, this was the year that that they, they needed to win this game.
0: Yeah. It,
1: to to they had the quarterback. Leach had done nothing but praise this kid forever, saying he's the best leader I've ever had. He's the most poised in the pocket. He's his essentially his best quarterback. And he, I, mean, you know what? I'm getting tired of, Jeff? Is hearing right. the last four days all I've heard about is the snow. Right. The snow did us in. Well, I'm pretty sure we played in the snow.
0: Yeah. And I mean, some of that's a little bit valid. I would say that, you know, uh, with that snow, the air raid is. Dive. Yeah, it's a little bit tougher. But the, the thing about Washington's scheme is they don't let teams get deep on them. So they're always going to give up those dink and dunk. And let's see, let me pull up Minshew's stats real quick. He's completed 26 passes. For only 152 yards. That's what yeah. that's what Washington does to do, Is you yeah. can complete a lot of balls, but they're not going to go for very many yards. And they're never going to let you beat them over the top.
1: Yeah. And at one point, Jake was like 8 for
0: 9 for 208 yards. Do, do, are, I, I'm looking I, at his stats right now. He's He only threw the ball 14 times. Yeah. Completed 11 of them and threw for mm-hmm. 207 yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is well, he fifteen I he, less completions and uh, about fifty more yards? Yeah. I don't think he.
1: I don't think he threw the ball the entire fourth quarter. That that
0: entire last drive, I know he
1: didn't throw the ball once.
0: No. No. Oh man, that was just. The absolute demoralization. It was the back of, of the Washington State Cougars. It was. Oh it, it, yeah, Leach didn't even use two of his timeouts. You
1: you literally knew what Washington was doing. It's not like we were trying to hide what we were. We were lining up in strong formations with two tight ends, sometimes three, and we literally had one receiver out there. We are running the ball, and. Yeah. They could not do anything about it.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that was I mean, it was apparent they even had um I think it was Kate Otten in the backfield as a as, a, as fullback. a fullback. Yeah. And and what was interesting about that, we're gonna go through this quarter by quarter, so I'm gonna save what I have to say about that fourth quarter for later. But let's go back to the first quarter and and really chunk this up. Yeah. Um so the uh Washingtons uh, Washington deferred and uh, kicked the ball off uh, three and out by the Kooks. Washington then marches it all the way down the field to have Jake Browning throw a, uh, a interception in the end zone,
1: albeit no snow on the ground at this point. Yeah, and we still manhandled them in the run game all the way down the field and with that interception, I've watched that play probably a dozen times now from the angles that I see on the television. I don't know how closely you paid attention, but to me, from Jake's point of view, it looks like that safety's blocked by the ref.
0: Yeah. And another interesting thing is that Chris Peterson even said that, you know, he, he put some, uh, blame Jake Browning. But he also said that the receiver, who was it uh, Aaron Fuller, mm-hmm. is that who was the slant? Yeah. He didn't mention it by name, but he said the receiver needs to do a better job of not tapering off on his route. So yeah. instead of taking that hard straight line, he was starting to veer away from the throw, giving more room for that safety to come in and make that interception. Mm-hmm. Where if he doesn't, he either catches it in front of him or it's a collision. Not a fun collision to be a part of, but definitely probably a passing.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. Or Fuller's getting laid out. Yeah, and he holds on because, you know, he's the best. He's the best. So uh, the rest of the quarter, uh, not uh, Washington State again. Uh, They moved the ball this time. They got to a fourth and helped me out. Fourth and one, fourth and three. Fourth and one. Can I
1: tell a story about this real quick? Sure. Uh, I know exactly where you're going. It was a fourth and one, and neither team had scored yet. And I'm watching this game with my wife and her family. So, her brother, oh, was who was things. yes, her brother, who is essentially one of my best friends. Me and him were talking about it, and and we almost verbatim. Called that play. We I said, Man, we need a we need a fumble right now. And he goes, Yeah, Ben Burger Herman's gonna pick it up. And I said, And he's gonna run it. He needs a good, good bounce and he's gonna run it to the house. He's like, and Matt was like, Yeah, and it's gonna be on a botch snap. And it all of that happened except for the lucky bounce that would have propelled him into the end zone.
0: Yeah. Yep. That, that play
1: happened and we looked at each other and we're like, What just happened?
0: <laughs> Too bad you weren't. Foreseeing some of that during the Michigan game, I know it. Dang. So, uh, Washington recovers, they march down the field. Miles Gaskin, five yard touchdown. Run. That, was
1: a, that was a tough run, too.
0: Yeah, he broke a bunch of tackles on it. Yeah,
1: team. yeah, he broke like yeah. three tackles.
0: Yep, and that essentially ended the first quarter. You move into the second quarter. Um, Washington, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on,
1: hang on, hang on, before we move into the fir- fir- uh, second quarter. The play to propel that touchdown was a fantastic deep ball to Bacelli by Browning. Right. Hit Bocelli in stride, nice tight spiral. It seemed to me like you knew Browning was going to be on from that point. Yeah. Great ball. Yeah. That's the two, that was the 2016 Browning that we all love.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he was really a surgeon for most of this game. One of his intercept as an interception. Other than that, he had two incompletions. Yeah. That's a very efficient, that's a Jake Browning style game where Washington really pounds the rock and Jake Browning's able to live on play action passes. Yep. So uh moving into the second quarter, um a pretty uneventful quarter um with five thirty seven left, Miles Gaskin with another five yard run uh, to put them up 14, nothing.
1: Another tough run.
0: Yes. He yeah. Broke, he, he had to spin into the end zone off of a broken tackle. Yep. You're exactly right. And then right at the end of the half, uh, they end up Washington state ends up getting on the board with an 11 yard run by James Williams, a guy who's really known for being a, a great receiving running back out of the backfield. Um, I mean, I think that if James Williams is at a Washington or at a place where they play more of a pro style, he's a lot more of a household name because I think he's a yeah. really good back. Well, they even compared him to Christian McCaffrey during the game. I could see that. Now, going back a couple of a, a few weeks now, when Washington State hosted game day and played Oregon, James Williams, I think, broke like 50 tackles in one 25 yard reception for a touchdown like Troy Dye got up and tried to tackle him two more times like he was (laughs) not going down it was super impressive yeah and then the scary scary thing at the end of that half you're up 14 to 7 what happens you fumble the kickoff man that up
1: man Needs to take a knee right there. Yeah, that's, you have thirty. You have thirty
0: seconds left. Situational
1: awareness, man.
0: Yep, yep. Take a knee. Go into halftime up, and then receive the ball coming out of halftime. Yep. That's exactly, exactly. what you are looking for.
1: Exactly. That could have been a big momentum uh, change if the they Cougs would weren't have. the Cougs. I mean, yeah. Even if they've gotten three out of that, and if you're Mitu, you can't underthrow that guy right there because you need to get points on the board.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Minshew ends up throwing just an absolute duck, which ends up being one of the most beautiful pictures of sport I've ever seen with uh, Byron Murphy rising above everybody in in the white snow uh, making that interception. Uh, That's going to be the picture on Instagram tomorrow. It is a gorgeous picture. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you're going to love it.
1: Okay, good. You, You know what I did like about the second quarter? It What's was it, as as boring as that second because that second quarter was. You're right. It was boring. It
0: was the worst quarter of of the group. Yeah,
1: I, I think so. Uh, maybe the fourth. I mean, if, if you're if as you're a just Husky a, fan, it was as, beautiful. Exactly. To watch. If you're a Husky fan, you love it. But if you're just an innocent bystander watching that game, you're, you're
0: thinking this is
1: an obnoxious football because all Washington's doing is just running it down their throat.
0: And all Mike uh, coach
1: is doing is just saving, standing his,
0: there, standing there, saving him. I don't know what if, like, maybe he, he gets this. Maybe like... do you think he gets like a bonus if he doesn't use all of his timeouts? Like, way to go, Mike, you did it.
1: You think he was thinking about like Carl's Junior or something?
0: He's got to be thinking of something. or his buried treasure. <laughs> yeah, something I don't know, um, or what Jean it... shorts he's gonna wear to the next Kook luncheon?
1: How to really drink out of a bottled water? <laughs> what i loved about that second quarter is we we finally got hunter bryant and joe tryon rolling
0: oh you stole I'm, my thunder
1: i'm sorry i am you know i but hunter bryant he he gets a nice long toss to him and you could see that he felt good and then oh, joe tryon fast too Joe Tryon coming out and making a play in the second quarter. A big play. I think it was a sack. No, it wasn't it, a sack. It,
0: it was a TFL at least. Joe yep. Tryon, that was his coming out party. Yes, he's been in, He's played in a lot of games, but he was a massive impact. And yep. you're going to be seeing him for the next three years, Husky fans. So yep. get excited about him.
1: And he, I, he could end up being one of the best pass rushers. True pass rushers we've ever seen. And you know what?
0: We really need one.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, he's got a little ways to go to be my boy Hauli Kakaha. Yeah, but um, I loved what I saw. He looked, uh, he looked fast. He looked strong, and he was uh, he was getting to the quarterback um, all game.
1: He got a sack in, I think the well, it was in the second half. I can't remember if it was the third or fourth quarter. I
0: think it was the third. Yeah, the third quarter, was it was quite the quarter. I really enjoyed that quarter. We saw the best quarterback on the team, Aaron Fuller, complete a pass to stop. Hunter Bryant.
1: Hang on, hang on. Before that play, I want to just talk about the play of the game. Okay. Oh
0: it's the play of the
1: game, Trev. 13 minutes left. It's third and 16. If Wazoo gets a stop here, they're only down, what, five? Yeah. Okay, they get the ball back. They have the possibility to go score and be up. Jake lays an absolute gem to Hunter Bryant in stride. If he throws even a little bit behind Bryant, he doesn't pick up the first down, and then we don't score on that play from Fuller to Hunter Bryant. That is – it was the perp- – he had to step up in the pocket. It was an awkward movement throw. That was,
0: that was a really it, good throw.
1: It, I, his body was – it was in an awkward position and he absolutely hit him in stride because if he even, I mean, with the way that it's snowing and the guy chasing him, if he throws it a little bit behind him, Hunter Bryant probably slips or gets caught. We don't pick it up. We punt. What do you know? What happens after that? You know, you give Wazzy the ball, you never know.
0: Right. Yeah, that was definitely a a big play. And it was really nice to see when, Browning stepped up, you saw him start to look for some running lanes and you're thinking, you know, he's not going to pick up 13 yards. Like, we're probably going to end up punting the ball. And then he makes a – I mean, it was a great throw. And Hunter made a great catch and ran upfield. And really, it, it was the start of the end of the Washington State game. Yes,
1: it was. You're right. Um,
0: and But, you know, that that fake – that that uh that trick play to the the receiver turned quarterback. I cannot believe <laughs> they fell how poor. badly. <laughs> the, oh my gosh, he <laughs> could have r- run that at the yard line, and he would have run all the way back to Montlake because nobody kept an eye. I mean, there was no one within five yards of Hunter Bryant when he caught that ball. Back, he, he literally, literally walked the, in. He backpedaled in. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was how they run that. I I would say in a in a twelve game season, they probably run that six times. Yeah. Um and and pe- teams have figured it out. ASU first play of the offensive series, got the pick on Bocelli when he ran yeah. it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But man, the Cougs just don't like to study film, and that's okay.
1: Well, I mean, you just gave up 3rd uh, and 16.
0: Yeah, you're feeling sad the, about yourself. The, the, and the
1: last thing you think UW's going to do in the snow is pull out a trick play.
0: <laughs> and it was beautiful.
1: I mean, I when I saw it, I mean, you knew what was going on when when Jake threw it backwards to him. Right. But before that, there's no way I'm thinking that they're running a trick play right there. Right. You know, you're just calling a basic run or, or pass defense.
0: Yeah. And it was interesting, uh, they were talking to Peterson about it and they said, What do you what do you guys coach your receivers when you're doing that? He's like, Man, grip it and rip it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the the perfect answer to that yeah. question. Yeah. And God they, I
1: loved I love that answer so much.
0: Who's your best quarterback receiver that you've had? And he was like, Oh, Dante. He's like, all of the other receivers we've had, as soon as they throw it, they throw it regardless of what they see. Dante, at least, if something wasn't there, he would tuck it and try to yeah. run for any amount of yards he can get.
1: Yeah, but he's saying that after he just said, grip it and rip it.
0: You know what my favorite part about that is? Listening to Chris Peterson say, grip it and rip it.
1: Because uh, you know that's how he gongs. He's so, he, he's so conservative in the rest of his life that he gets out on the golf course and is like, "F it, grip it and rip it, baby." I'm about to go John Daly on this ball.
0: <laughs> My favorite quote from John Daly was like after the first round in some Open, they were like, "Did you do well in the practice round?" And he was like, "I didn't do the practice round. I was at the casino." <laughs> Well,
1: oh, that is a John Daly quote. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> big Five used to sell his drivers, the Big Lion drivers. You know that Did they? Dude, we stocked them. Dude, I don't <laughs> remember. How do you remember that? Because I was like, John Daly has a,
1: like. <laughs> it's like Shaq having shoes. I think, yeah, size.
0: but Shaq at least is a
1: figure. Man. John so Daly like... was for golfers.
0: Uh, John Daly uh, was for, he... go-
1: for, for people that golf. Yeah, John Daly was a figure
0: okay well then that's why big five had it and the shacks so uh, here's
1: man, something it, that
0: made me nervous was when uh on the the blue they took it back to the house to make it 20 to 9 i was really worried that that one was going to come back to bite us and especially when on that next drive uh or two drives later they ended up scoring the touchdown bringing them within five
1: yeah yeah and and it seemed like late in the third quarter we got a little loose with the ball because it was Bocelli that uh, – did he catch a – I think he caught a screen and ended up fumbling it, and Nick Harris ended up jumping on it. And right. And then, the, then the play after, Browning – I I don't know what he's doing with one hand on the ball while he's
0: getting pressured. Yeah, he, he was moving of... up in the pocket, still looking for a receiver. Yeah. Which
1: – I mean, he he had made that play a couple times already that day, but he it seemed like UW got a little loose with the football late in the third quarter there, and it kind of it kind of bit him in the butt because they fumbled it twice in a row. Wazoo about the second one, and then yeah. uh, runs Five in twenty
0: four yards. Yep, exactly. That was their scoring drive. That's yep. how that's how Washington State's going to score when they only have to go a quarter of the field. Yep. So. Um, you move into the fourth quarter, and of course, the the big play was the Miles Gaskin eighty yard run, uh, and then Savon getting the the two point conversion, uh, putting them up thirteen, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, one uh, one really interesting uh, thing I saw, actually, probably my favorite thing I saw in that fourth quarter, uh, and one interesting and one really cool thing that I saw was the interesting thing was Miles Gaskin just destroyed the Cougs for the fourth year in a row. Yeah. But in that fourth quarter, when everybody in the stadium, everybody watching the game knew that the running back was going to get the ball, they were able to stuff him, but they could not contain Savon Ahmed's athleticism. No,
1: no. He, he's too fast, man. He's too
0: fast for them. He gets out on that edge and Mm -hmm. there is no catching him. Mm So, um, that was a really interesting – just the style of running back that was needed to ice that game was, was not the guy who had, you know, 13 million yards on the Cougs in the last four years. Yeah. Um, the well, thing I, that know, I really
1: he, liked he, about he him – He barely – Go ahead. He barely touched the ball in the fourth quarter on that last drive, and he still ended up with 170 yards.
0: Yeah. So one really cool thing that I saw, and this kind of goes back to talking to my father-in-law about uh, – he's, he's a, a big Duck fan. When they lost to Stanford, one of his big gripes is no one was talking to CJ Verdell about getting two hands on the ball. And, you know, he ended up reaching out for some reason and getting it knocked out and Stanford takes over and the rest is history. And he my father in law was saying he was yelling at the TV control the ball, control the ball. Well, in this game they didn't they didn't highlight it, I just saw it where after a a run where Savon got a little with the ball, you saw – I saw Jake turn around and two hands, like keep two hands on the ball. And uh, Savon ended up uh, tightening back up his his carries and, you know, ended up not fumbling, and we ran out.
1: He has the wherewithal to know when – Savon is gashing Wazoo to look and see, bro, you need to put two hands on the ball because they're not going to fumble this away for us.
0: Yeah. It go, goes yeah, up in right. and busts it over.
1: And Savon, Savon knows that this is Jake's team this year and that I need to do what he tells me to do. That's a pretty smart, savvy play by
0: a fourth-year senior. Yeah, and that's what you expect out of a guy who's as smart as, as... – You know, the the coaching staff has always said about Jake that, you know, he knows he's not just a quarterback. I mean, his future probably isn't going to be as an NFL quarterback. It's probably going to be as an OC.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny because I feel, to me, watching that game, the middle quarters really belonged to Wazoo. I feel like they won the second and third quarter. But what really matters is we won the first and the fourth quarter. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I would say that's true. I mean, the the beauty of Washington, I mean, if you look at it, the second quarter was kind of a wash. Uh, Washington scored seven in the first, Wazoo zero. Second quarter, Washington seven, Washington State seven. Third quarter, Washington six, Wazoo eight. And then the fourth quarter, Washington eight and Wazoo zero. Yeah. But you know, Wazoo so, had an extra opportunity in that second quarter as well. Yeah, but I still, the pick. I, I still – I still – that pick
1: is the only reason that they didn't demolish us in that second quarter. They outscored us in the third. Uh,
0: yeah, you're uh, absolutely right, and that's what I mean.
1: But we beat them up in the fourth. You know, after that ga- after that Gaskins run, you knew that game wasn't. Right. You know, not on yeah. this defense.
0: What they, yeah, with that defense, and then with how effective the run game was. Trey Adams, I thought, was a really big contributor. That really he set the edge a lot on those Savon runs. To yeah, he's game he's as well. so big to this team. Yeah, and he's going to be huge next year because he can still play in the Pac-12 championship yeah. and their bowl game, and still be eligible to come back. And then he'll be leaving here, uh, playing five years, and. He'll be a top fifteen draft yep. pick. Hopefully, that's the plan. That's exactly what you want. You know what I? You know? Yeah, that's you what, know what, I'm what I found for. out
1: about this game. From this game, what I found out from this game, <laughs> what is I hate Oregon more than I hate Wazoo, but I love winning the Apple Cup more than I love beating Oregon.
0: That is a great point, and I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you. That
1: winning the Apple Cup is so gratifying as a fan
0: and i and i don't hate cougar fans i don't hate the cougs no not at all i root for them when when they're not playing washington and i know some Washington, but i don't care i i like the state of washington i have a lot of friends that went to wazoo um so whatever i'm still Washington. totally agree and their logo. I do like you their know. logo. You know, it took me till I was like eighteen to realize that it's a. It actually has the W S and U.
1: No, it, no, it didn't. That's not real.
0: Yeah, <laughs> true. You just no, figured it out, didn't I, you? No,
1: but did you know that it was created by a Husky?
0: No, it, was, it was, was. not It was no. He was a. It was a student at Wazoo Dang. in a class. God, I could have swore. And he gave. then it's Mark. That would I be think, hilarious. I think no,
1: stadium is named after Husky.
0: I think you're okay. right at that. No, the, the story of the Washington State logo is interesting. Some Wazoo student uh, entered it into a contest and won, and uh, sold it to the university for like a dollar. Nice. Yeah, of course that guy until his death just reeked. In like you know the all the royalties from you know just Wazoo you know treating him like a like I royalty. thought you were
1: going to say reeked of cow manure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like it when people go after Wazoo because they're an agriculture. <laughs> this show is again brought to you by Del's Farm. It was, it was gosh, I can't believe you just did that. It was too easy. I was gonna say we don't even have cows. We don't have cows right now. No, but you don't, so it's okay. If anybody's looking for a a lamb or a half a lamb.
1: Don't don't start picking yourself out, Trev.
0: This is a husky podcast. Let's move on to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite thing about Washington going to the Pac Twelve Championship, other than the fact that all of their beginning of the season goals are still there, is the fact that we get to watch our favorite football team uh, play an extra game.
1: Yeah, I it is phenomenal, Getting knowing that we get to play that extra game, but knowing that it's for a conference championship as well.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. And I remember last year when Washington failed to reach the Pac-12 championship game once Stanford had beaten Cal, the the overall feeling was just kind of a bummed feeling that you weren't going to get to watch that extra yeah. game. Of course, I still watch the Pac-12 championship because, you know, I hate myself and I like watching Pac-12 football even when Washington isn't involved. Um, but, you know, it's really fun to watch your favorite football team. It's next, another week that you get to think about a game coming up and, you know, everything that goes along with the game day experience, even at home.
1: I hate that it's on a Friday, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. that that is very... It, not only is it on Friday, but it is at 5 in the yeah, afternoon. Like, I, I mean, I'm not even... I'm a teacher, so I'm already off. But I'm not, not home yet, no. So you're going to have to record it and kind of watch it, try to catch up yeah, live. Yeah, because
1: people are going to be texting me, and I'm just going to have to turn my phone off.
0: Yep. Therefore, I will not text you until I know that you are caught up. That literally happened to me uh, during the Seahawks game last
1: week. I was like a quarter behind, and Matt texted me and said, Something about that was huge, and I was like, "Thanks, jerk." <laughs>
0: yeah, that'll happen. I'll just um, fast forward. Actually, half an hour. I was behind on the Washington game, and uh, I got a text messages from one of my friends who is not a big Jake Browning fan. <laughs> After the pick, he said, "Typical Jake." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, so Jake ruined interception <laughs> again." Yeah, that was funny. All right, so let's get into uh, Utah a little bit. They're a much different team than the team that Washington beat uh, in week three. They have a new quarterback. They have a new running back. But this team looks a lot better than than that team that we saw way back in the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, they still have a phenomenal defense. Nothing's going to change there.
1: Right. You know, they're – so by my prediction – uh, the score is going to be 56 to 57.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it, obviously, it's going to be a shootout. Jason <laughs> is going to go about, you know, 98 for a hundred for 4,650 yards. We're going to have, we're going to have a bigger day than West v- Virginia and Oklahoma. Good Lord. That, that was... I, I can't, the big 12 is <laughs> such a joke. <laughs> Did, did, was the defense even on the field? No. that That's why, like, did you hear – okay, we're going to get off topic a little bit. Did you hear the rumors that, you know, there was maybe some interest with Leach going back to Texas Tech? I did hear that.
1: Did yeah, you hear what he said?
0: Well, he's not going. I know that.
1: He said, they, they still owe me money from the last time I worked there. Why would I go back?
0: Yeah, that's a great point. You know? But, I mean, he would just – you would demolish the Big 12, and yeah. he already did. Yeah, And that's the thing is the air raid works really well against really poor defenses. But look at the two really good defenses Washington state saw this year, Cal and Washington, and even SC to an extent. That's when they struggled is when there was competent defenses on the field uh-huh. in, the, in the big 12. You never have to worry about that.
1: No, not even a little bit.
0: We'll get to that later. But, I have uh, a question for you, but
1: so anyhow,
0: so with... back to Utah.
1: With this game, we have the potential with a win in the pack championship and a win in the Rose Bowl. we could end the year ranked where we started the year preseason,
0: yeah, which yeah, is huge you're absolutely right. yeah, that'd be awesome
1: because you know after you lose the cal game, you have three losses which you hadn't had in a long time, right and uh you know being able to put yourself to finish in the top ten nationally at the end of the year is is a great place to be
0: yeah and it's very it's it's within their reach and you know we're really hoping that that's that's the way it goes but first you know as fans we can talk about that all we want um washington has to i hate it when fans are like just focus on the utah game it's like no i don't have (laughs) what i do has no forbearance on what's going to happen in the Pac-12 championship.
1: I literally can look forward to the Rose Bowl all I want because if we win the Pac-12 championship, I am convincing you to go.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you're going to have to give me a
0: pay raise or something.
1: <laughs> We're just going to have to ask Kevbo to uh, pony up.
0: The fourth and inches GoFundMe page. <laughs> Send us to the Rose Bowl. That's right. We're recording on Giving Tuesday, so uh... brought to you by Bell's Farm. Exactly, <laughs> where we have beets, bears, and Battlestar Galactica.
1: Oh man, our beets you know, again. Uh, you, you, hey, man, this is going to be a tough game because Utah is going to blitz us like crazy.
0: Well, they and are... Utah and Washington have played some. Every game since Jake Browning has been at Washington has been a close game. Yes. Yeah. They've given us problems. Uh, we've come out. I think we're in in the Jake Browning era. We're three and one, but all of these games are within. You know, I, I think. So the week three was twenty one to seven. That's the biggest margin uh, in this series in the last four years. Yep.
1: They just have such a good defensive scheme against us because the way that they blitz with their linebackers creates such a problem for the way that we run our offense. Yeah. You know, with with a lot of running, they're filling gaps, but they're also getting quarterback pressures and they still are leaving safeties back to help guard the pass. You know, they're not pulling their safeties up. They're, you know, so. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle, man. It's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be physical. There's gonna be a lot of hits. There's gonna be, you know, I I just don't see. I I I really don't know if I see either team scoring over twenty four points.
0: Yeah, and you're probably right. Um, You know, Washington has struggled last year with that mobility of Tyler Huntley. Mm -hmm. He he was. He he really gave Washington problems, but then in in the game this year, uh, he looked like a totally different quarterback. He was, I don't know if Britton Covey owed him money, but he was trying to get him
1: killed. Yeah,
0: I mean he had a just a terrible game, and he got a lot better. But now he's no longer there, and it's Jason Shelley, who's a very similar style quarterback to him, that could give Washington problems because he is very mobile.
1: Yeah, you know. I think as long as you dub doesn't cough up the ball I think man for man we stack up better oh we're more talented than yeah. them yeah you know so as long as you know as long as Jake doesn't get sacked and and spit the ball out if we what Jake. you don't turn the ball over yeah and, and we don't even need turnovers from Utah. We're just better than them.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and Vegas, I think, has us as a three point favorite, and uh, that that I think it's a five point favorite. Is has it moved to five? And yeah. that's fine. I mean, that's that seems about right. I mean, I, I would go up to seven. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I think that both of these teams, neither of these teams, are going to run away from anybody. They're not. That's not how they're built. They're built to get leads and and beat teams with their defenses yeah and, and in reality utah should have beat wazoo it was just a, a a missed tackle that and on the edge that led to a long run for the game-winning touchdown yeah. and they just don't have the firepower to for the most part unless they're playing a crappy byu team mm-hmm. to come back in a game they looked really bad against byu they did early man they looked really bad early mm-hmm. they looked and then uh, I, even when they took control like they looked good but like let's keep in context who they're playing yeah I mean, that is a terrible offensive team well that was in a, a pretty mediocre defense that was the team now it's and
1: done that was the team that was never even in the game against Washington no oh never um you know you know what I find really intriguing about this game Trev what's that this game could decide who uh wins the Pac-12 defensive player of the year between uh Obviously, Washington's Ben Irvin and Utah's Chase Hansen, who plays linebacker. for. The- oh, my goodness. He is so good. He's a stud, uh, dude. What has he got, like 110 tackles are all- this season? Yeah. You know, du- dude's flying around. I think he's got two picks and a couple forced fumbles. Uh, du- dude- dude's balling out this year. He's really good. And I think um, – Ugh, you think that's what? probably going to be, the you first think point. what I think if you see one of those two guys outshine the other one in this game, that's going to be who you see when defensive player of the year.
0: That's a really, really good point. And you're, you're probably right. Um, Chase Hansen and, and Ben and I think are the two odds on favorites. Yeah. So I think, I think, Probably third is probably Taylor Rapp. Taylor Rapp's up there. I don't know how. Much, I mean, his. I'd have to look at this. They they love statistics, and Taylor Rapp has has good statistics. But I wonder if it's maybe a Cal's got a great defense. Maybe their middle linebacker, whoever is.
1: Well, they don't love statistics that much. If they picked uh, Vita Vea last year over
0: Hercules, uh, you know what? Touche. You're welcome. You got me on that one. Holy I, cow. I caught you off guard, didn't I? Whoa, I didn't even think about that. You're right. All right. Well, then, yeah, Taylor Rapp's got a shot. <laughs> um, Taylor go. Rapp's not beating um, BBK. Uh, uh, well, and he's not beating Chase Hansen either. No, and the thing about BBK is BBK puts up the stats, but the, the kid – you remember when we were ragging on him? Yeah. Man, we're stupid. Dumb. Dude, he's moving people backwards. He's making uh, tackles in space. Yeah. You know, and I never...
1: i Don't get me wrong. I never disliked BBK. I've always really liked BBK. I just thought he was a little bit too small.
0: Yeah, and I... And the, you could always compare him to Junior Eurizim Victor. And the thing was, is you see why BBK took his spot because he plays the position to where he's in. uh, He takes better angles than Azim did. He doesn't hit as hard as Azim did, but he's always, he's stopping runs uh, or or he's uh, holding up a guy for a gang tackle where Azim would, would take bad routes. But if he got there, he was laying fools out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not very often you see a play get by Ben Burkirvan. No. And with Azeem, he didn't take the best routes. No. So, but, you know, I, and, and it was – I'm surprised at myself that I think that if you were – if I was picking a, a a Washington all-star team from the last few years, my middle linebacker now would be Ben Burkirvan over Azeem Victor.
1: Yes. You know Ben Burke is just such a
0: Chris Peterson
1: guy because he always he always does the right thing. You know it's always he always plays within himself, but he always he always does exactly what he needs to do. And I think that's what Chris Peterson is looking for. I'll put you in the right spots; you just have to make the plays, and and that's what Ben Burke does.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think he's played better since he's cut his hair because he's not like he's not just like kind of like a caricature yeah so um yeah do you have anything else to add about uh utah um no
1: i i'm really really excited i think uh i think it's gonna be a good good game i'm really excited uh i i'm giddy at the chance to go to the rose bowl yeah it's been a long time since we've been there man 2000 yeah yeah against two Purdue
0: and Uh, there's a quarterback Uh, what was his name Uh, are you playing are you playing dumb yeah of course Drew Brees (laughs) I
1: was like there's no way (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I know Trev way too well. There's no way. <laughs>
0: I've watched that game a few times. That was so well played. Thank you. But I Thank still, ca- I still caught on. Man, shut up. <laughs> shut up. All right. So uh, let's move into some of the um, the big storylines in the pack 12 Let's start with the big one. SC is holding on to Clay Helton. God, I love it so much. Can are you? What organization? that is such a huge brand is so poorly run. Lynn Swan. I mean, Lynn Swan is showing a, that he has never been an athletic director before and b that that entire university is in disarray. Yeah. I know that there's, they've had some troubles with um, some students who have been real vocal about how they're, gigantic student loan bills are going to pay for uh the usc president uh and like the provost uh, which is another guy that's really high up in the um in the university ranks um they don't actually they don't have a president right now so it's the provost and, and another guy who are making just a ton of money yeah but A lot of that stuff, because it's a private school, isn't public knowledge. So they're just getting gouged, and they don't know where their money's going. Um, So I think the leadership overall at USC is really hurting um, its public image and its football team to the point where a team – I didn't want to tell you this yesterday, so I'm going to tell you it now. A team that has not uh, had a losing record since the year 2000. Yeah. That is a long time of yeah. at least going six and six. Yeah, to holding on to a coach. Do you? Re- that's eighteen years. Yeah, and you're holding on to a coach who failed to get you there with five star talent. It's not like they're still being hurt by uh, the Reggie Bush stuff. That's over. Yeah, these are five star guys, and you went into the Pac-12 which is not a great league overall and couldn't win enough to be 6 and 6. Yeah,
1: I uh it's baffling, Trev. It really is. I think more than them not being bowl eligible, what's more baffling than that is that like you said, they're keeping their coach. It's crazy. It, it, it's it's insane. But you know what the great part about that is? Is you know who's next in line for those five-star guys? Oh, us. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's looking at us.
0: And that's why we have such an amazing class right now.
1: And it is such a good year to be in the Pac-12 championship because USC is laying a dud, and we have the potential to take a lot of those guys away from there.
0: We already have.
1: Yeah. You know, it's it's. I did. I didn't think I'd see the day where I didn't see USC being.
0: Oh, I know. It's crazy. Uh, Associate, you see? Did you see the uh, uh, the boosters paid for one of those like aerial messages uh, that said, "Hey, like, hey, Lin Swan, fire Clay Helton." Yeah. It. it I um, mean. At some point next year, you'd think he has to get the Lane Kiffin treatment, don't you? Well, I i mean, he's got all the signs of a lamed-up coach. Um, Lin Swan was, said he, he has his decision made, but he needs to talk to the coach first. That he just fired all of his assistants. And usually is the final straw before you yourself are fired. Yeah. So you could see a tarmac firing. Uh, One of the interesting names that I saw on Twitter today was one of their uh, D.C. top candidates would be Jimmy Lake. But if you're Jimmy Lake, you wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Oh, no. Why would you go somewhere to be the D.C. for one year just just to get fired when the new coach comes in?
1: Totally agree. Especially when Jimmy Lake's already being mentioned for the Colorado job, you know, and some he's his name's being tied to some other
0: places. Right. And he went on Softy and said that he loves his house in Bellevue and you know he's not going anywhere for a long time. So like if you believe what coaches say when they go on uh you know, hyped up radio. Like
1: when we believe that Sarkeesian wasn't going anywhere when he went on Softy and then hours later he signed at USC?
0: Okay, but there's a big difference between Jimmy Lake did, and. Did you Steve think Sarkeesian. that at the time, Trev?
1: Um, no, you thought
0: Sarkisian was staying. No, I pretty much know. Oh, everything. okay, I forgot. You're not calling. I'm what? not calling
1: Jimmy Lake a drunk by any means.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. I don't. Yeah, it could. It I, could. I, I don't get I'm a not, lot of stock I'm, in. That I'm deal. not saying that he's gonna. He's gonna tell us that he's staying, and then he's just gonna leave. This at the end of this year, but but, but he, he could. I mean, yeah. I it, I couldn't blame Jimmy Lake if a head coaching job came his way because he deserves a head coaching job because he is that good. He's that good of a recruiter, and he's that good of a coach that he deserves a head coaching job.
0: Yeah, and do you wanna the question that he has to ask himself is do you wanna wait ten to fifteen years? Because in reality he's and what people want, and I think this is true. He's the coach in waiting. But how long is Chris Peterson gonna wanna do this? Chris Peterson looks like he's still having a great time. He's still energized. He loves he loves the growing of of young of young men into, uh, into you know, the, his built-for-life system. I don't know if he's going to slow down in, in 10 years.
1: You know, I mean, best-case scenario, 15 years from now, Jimmy Lake does stay here that whole time and does take over. But if he doesn't, what I would like to see Jimmy Lake do is not take the first head coaching job offered to him and wait for the right head coaching job to take you he know will. put yourself in a position to succeed because if you don't you're going to find yourself out of a job in 3 years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he's going to be really smart about that. He's not yeah. an idiot. Um so I what what I could foresee him doing is going somewhere what? for a while. What I could see him doing is going somewhere and when that Washington head coaching job comes open, he's going to be on I would list. love that. Yeah. Um, but as long, you know, as long as we can keep him as the DC and have Peterson at the helm, we're going to be doing some really, really good things. We're
1: going to keep, we're going to keep projecting
0: up. Yeah. Uh, did you see that Khalil Tate might be leaving Arizona?
1: I heard that. And then uh, (laughs) I actually heard it was funny to think about. It's absolutely not going to happen, but him transferring to Wazoo. He just oh, he would be he, he doesn't fit, in, he, in that he, area. yeah. He doesn't fit that system at all. Um, you know, where he would be good,
0: um, in the pac 12, Utah, UCLA, oh, yeah. or Utah, yeah. I mean, I think that as of right now, I mean, Tyler Huntley is a good quarterback, but if Khalil Tate comes knocking, you got to
1: take, man,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just say to Mr. Huntley, hey, man, let's, if you got a red shirt, I think he has a red shirt, we're going to use it because we're not going to yeah. pass up on this guy. So Tate, Tate's going to be going into his senior year, therefore it, he's probably going to be able to use a grad transfer and go wherever he wants. Um, but I've also heard maybe he's going to test the NFL. Uh, I don't think he's ready for that. Uh, I don't think he looks like an NFL quarterback yet. Um, it's obvious whatever is going on that – the marriage between him and Kevin Sumlin is it's, not working it's out. It's just,
1: it's a really weird dynamic because you had Khalil Tate two years ago run for what, almost 2,000 yards, like 1,400, 1,500 yards. But yeah, but never through them. Right. Transformation what? just in one year. Better Khalil Tate got in the pocket. And you're almost wondering if. Khalil Tate's doing himself a disservice by transferring because you almost think Kevin Sumlin is trying to make him a more draftable player, you know, like a Lamar Jackson or a, um,
0: even a man. Yeah. Johnny
1: Manziel, you know, where you can run if the pocket's breaking and you can break the defense with your feet, but you need to be able to hit players in stride with throws and so is he going to a place where he can just go back to what he was doing 2 years ago and just lose the possibility of getting drafted
0: or end up being drafted as like a receiver, yeah,
1: you know, go go be in uh was that Eric Couch?
0: I was thinking DeNard Robinson. Either one. Yeah, Eric yeah, Eric Couch. He what didn't he win the Heisman and then he ended up as yep, a receiver for the Rams. Yeah.
1: So You you almost have to wonder if, I mean, is it a good move? Is it a bad move? It's kind of hard to tell right now, you know, without seeing into the future right now, I am going, my opinion is that it's a bad move that you would want to listen to what Sumlin has to say because he's put quarterbacks
0: in the league. He knows what it takes. Yeah. And I think I would agree with you. Like, there's no doubt. There's just extreme disappointment if you're Khalil Tate or anybody associated with the Arizona um, program. Yeah. You were not the only one that picked them to win the South. No. And at some points, I at some points they looked really good. Um, and I thought they were trending up at the end of the year. Uh, you can't blame Kevin Sumlin for that collapse against Arizona. No. That is, I mean, Khalil Tate played like garbage. <laughs> In that fourth quarter, that was bad. Oh, that was disgusting to watch. It was really unfun and not fun to watch. Every time they panned over to Sumlin, you could just see his face, just like what is going on right now. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, actually, it was not fun if you were rooting for Arizona, but which of of Perm, it was enjoyable to watch. So and I just I I really like Manny Wilkins and Nikhil Harry, uh, perfect segue. Nikhil Harry has declared that he will be going to the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean you knew it was going to happen. He is going to make yeah. a lot of. I mean fun. he's the top three wide receiver.
0: Yep. Yeah, he absolutely is, and he's going to be paid handsomely, and uh, he would look good in a suit. i Yep. All right, let's move on to uh, your. The fourth and inches, final four playoff picture. Who are your four in order? One's easy. Right, yeah, (laughs) Clemson. Don't be (laughs) (laughs) bad.
1: One is probably the best college football team I've ever seen
0: in my life. Oh, this team, look, I'm really happy Washington has a chance to go to the Rose Bowl. I do not want to see them. In this past, in this uh, championship playoff, there's no. I'm gonna. It would, to it would not be fun to watch them play. I would not be fun to watch them play Alabama no, I'm again. Gonna make, this Alabama team. I'm is gonna make so a sign
1: to, and take it to the Pac-12 championship that says, "We don't want
0: Bama." There was oh, where were game day was somewhere, and it, or, or it was just a game I was watching. And it was some mid major <laughs> school and it said we want Bama. And then under you said, no, seriously, we need the money.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was funny.
0: Um, so Alabama, clear cut number one. They're going to win the national championship. I'm not gonna watch it because I don't I like s- them. I was and it's was, not going I to got be fun. I was
1: so pissed last year when they came back on Georgia. Me too. Uh, they won five nationals in the last 10 years. <laughs> you know, you know how many, you, you know, how many the second place team has
0: one, one. Yeah. Unru- yeah. Like Clemson Ohio got, state got one. Auburn Ohio got state won. got one. And Florida-, Florida, did state Florida, did Florida state get state one famous James? Ugh. I know. My- I can't, I can't stand that guy. So, um okay, Alabama number 1. Who's your number 2 team?
1: It is Clemson.
0: Mine is as well. Number 3? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I got the same. Now number 4 could be different. Oop, what, what do you, you got? got? I'm going to go with my heart, what I really want to see happen. So, I am going to say Oklahoma. Uh,
1: you know who I'm going to say? Ohio
0: State. Ohio State. Yeah. And and my head says Ohio State. Oklahoma is going to lose to Texas. They're, They're not going to lose to Texas, Texas this year. I understand. Um, they they will not lose to Texas again. Um, Ohio State has played really – here's the thing. If Ohio State and Oklahoma both win, the bowl committee is going to have to make a decision. Do you let a team in who's only – so if Oklahoma wins, their only loss is to Texas, who at the time was a top 15 yes. team, correct? Uh, no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they were. Either way, they're going to finish uh, – the University of Texas is going – they're in the top 10 right now. I yeah. believe they're number nine. They're gonna finish in the top okay. fifteen. Ohio State lost to who?
1: Um,
0: Unranked no. Purdue beat them beat forty-nine them beat to them twenty. Um, Ohio State beat Nebraska by five, and Nebraska's mm-hmm. garbage. Ohio State eked by Maryland on a failed two-point conversion, fifty-two to fifty-one. Yeah. However, they they did just take Michigan to the woodshed. Michigan is the wazoo of that uh, rivalry. They dismantled Michigan. Oh, gosh. That was – it was brutal. I was really upset. Um, So there's no guarantee that Northwestern uh, comes in and beats Ohio State. But Ohio State's loss is really, really bad and they played some really me- mediocre teams close while Oklahoma on the other hand
1: just gave up 52 points to West Virginia they
0: just gave up 52 points to West Virginia who was ranked who was ranked yep. 16th 59 to 56 their loss was to Texas where's all their games let's see here they lost to Texas, who was 14 huh? at the time, 48-45. Yeah. For to Their only other kind of wonky win is they ended up having to go to overtime to beat Army. Um, Oklahoma's resume is better if they both yeah, win out. Yeah,
1: but I'm not saying that Oklahoma's going to win out. I'm saying they're going to lose to Texas.
0: You think they're going to lose to Texas? They okay. lost to Texas. Had a neutral site already once. Yeah, so we'll see. What I would, uh, what I would love to see, which isn't going to happen this year unless everybody UCF. loses, is UCF. And uh, the problem is, is UCF would come I, in as a four, and they would have to play. And in, uh, I think Alabama.
1: even if you saw, so let's say Alabama beats Georgia. Let's say. <laughs> Oklahoma loses to Texas. Let's say um, uh, Ohio State loses to Northwestern and the pieces fall. You're going to see Texas leapfrog UCF because UCF's quarterback just went with a brutal, a brutal oh, yeah. leg injury. So yeah. they're going to get leapfrogged by somebody. It just depends on.
0: Yeah, because who exactly. wants to see a backup quarterback exactly. play? The, the playoff committee is
1: not going to allow that to happen. Not this year. If they're ever going to allow that to happen, it's going to be a Boise State Zabransky team. You know, a right. team like that. Um,
0: Colt Brennan with uh, with Hawaii a bunch of, yeah, a couple of years ago. But
1: you need, if you're going to do this as a playoff committee, you need to do it at the right time unfortunately, right. this is not the right time. Right. If he doesn't get hurt, you, you might you think, might about, think it. about it. If,
0: In reality, though, I don't think it matters. I think Alabama is not going to play a competitive Yeah, and sport. if you were going to, if you were going to do
1: that, if you were going to put a UCF team in, you'd want to put them in as a three seed so that they had the p- possibility of making it to an, you know seeing a win from them
0: yeah but then you're doing too much of a narrative and you're not being true yeah. to college football and and I think that's where you're going to get pushed back and I we agree we're they're not going to um they're not going to be in the playoff they'll they'll be in the new year's six ball uh they'll you know if they win it they'll probably put up another banner saying they're the unofficial Yeah, claim champion. it all you want yeah yep so um, all right, so let's get into some um, bowl projections for the Pac-12 this year. Uh, I'm looking at the Oregonian that lists out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different uh, article, uh, nine different um, publications uh-huh. projections. Uh, and of course, we're going to start with Washington. And. Uh, every single one, ESPN, the Atlantic, Sports Illustrated, USA Today, SB Nation, CBS, Sporting News, College Football Talk, and Bleacher Report all have Washington going to the Rose Bowl. Half of them have them playing Ohio State. The other half have them playing So Michigan. basically,
1: half of them have Ohio State going into the playoff. Okay. Exactly.
0: Next up, they have Washington State.
1: Hey, Hey, who would you rather play?
0: Uh, um, I honestly, I I would love to watch them play Michigan because I love Michigan, and I think that would be a fun game to watch with Jim Harbaugh. But I also would love to see them. Uh, yeah, Ohio State was that the ninety? Was that
1: I the ninety-two
0: you, Rose Bowl or the ninety-one Rose Bowl against ninety-one? Ninety-one Michigan, was yeah. Michigan. Well, I guess I guess the the. Two days into the ninety-two yeah. uh, year, so um, yeah, when uh, Mario Bailey made that catch and did the high straight
1: game, on to uh, Howard, who hasn't picked for uh, win a game since yeah. ninety-two.
0: Man, he, he does not like that bitter. university, and that is fantastic. <laughs> um, so Washington State, uh, a lot of them, all but two of them, have them going to the Fiesta yeah. Bowl. Um, which would be really nice for the Pac-12 and the state of Washington to have both teams in a, a New yeah. Year's Six Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl. Let's see, they have them. Anyone from Michigan uh, to most of them say either uh, Central Florida or LSU. If I was UCF, I'd be pissed if I ended up playing well, Washington I... State. Uh, if I'm UCF, I think that I'm better than Washington State, and I want to be playing a you know a
1: top a top top 18. Yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. I get that. You want, you want yep. name notoriety and Wazoo hasn't been there the last couple of years. You'd, you'd rather play like a Penn state or an LSU or a, you know, something like yeah.
0: that. Exactly. Um, you know, you took Auburn out last year. So, you know, you're feeling pretty good. The other ones that then uh, would say that Washington state uh, would be looking at maybe an Alamo bowl against. Yeah. State. I, yeah. I,
1: man, I'm interested to see what the college football playoff committee comes out with as, as far as rankings, because I think if the AP came out today and had them 15th, they did. Oh, they did? So that is oh. not good as far as not enough teams are going to lose in conference championship games to put them, to propel them into the top 12. in
0: Um, So they need three teams to lose ahead of them. But remember, Trev,
1: just being in the top 12 doesn't automatically mean a New Year Six Bowl. You could have a conference winner outside of the top 12 go into a New Year Six Bowl. So basically, like the the 15th-ranked team in the nation goes out and wins their conference championship. That's one less spot that Wazoo could potentially have
0: yeah, like if Northwestern, like they're, they go in and beat Ohio State. Ohio State, you're not no. going to jump down.
1: Well, and then the Big Ten's so, got three teams in a New Year's Six Bowl.
0: Right. Cause then it would be Northwestern automatically to the. Well, at that point, you think that, you know, Michigan's probably going to be popped out of that group, but who knows? Or Ohio State, cause they, they punish you. The, the, the committees still punish you for. Yeah, losing but they're not, they're not, your, um, they're not going to kick a two
1: loss Ohio state team out of a new year. Six bowl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're probably right. I, uh, I would be interested to see that would be a lot of big 10 teams in there. So well, um, it, well, hang on, well, hang on. I, hang I on. we're going to kind of wait to see Penn States it. ranked okay. 12th right now. Yeah. Are yeah. yeah. so yeah, they? So there got you go. Four
1: big 10 teams.
0: Plus you got
1: Alabama, plus you got Georgia, plus you got us.
0: So I just saw that um, Texas is actually ranked 14, not nine, as I previously said. But yeah, um, the next one is Utah. Um, Most of them have them going to the Alamo Bowl um, and playing either Iowa State or Texas,
1: man. I still have a really bitter taste. I do not like the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't think you're allowed to bring all defense no, to the man. No,
1: and ill-timed no. fumbles.
0: Yeah, I tell you what. If if I had to choose, I if I were gonna go to a bowl, the Alamo Bowl or the Holiday Bowl, I'm probably gonna go to San the Diego, bowl. bro. San Diego, I mean, you oh, can't get Warm weather,
1: beautiful women.
0: Yeah. But apparently uh, San Antonio is a pretty sweet place. I mean, I'd like to go see the Alamo, but I think I'd like to go to San Diego more. All right. So next is um, the University of Oregon. It looks like that they're either going to go to the Holiday Bowl based on what happens to Washington State – or they're going to go to the Red Box Bowl. Shut up! If they go to the Red Box Bowl.
1: <laughs> the Red Box
0: that? Bowl. Yeah, I didn't even That's know Red ex- Box existed anymore. Since you can do anything. You know what? That's exactly now. where Oregon belongs.
1: It. it <laughs> it's, it's the, the irrelevant the bowl. the uh, key. Dog Day, famous Idaho potato
0: Red Box Bowl. Uh huh. And they're playing another team that, are they if they go to the Red Box Bowl, it sounds like they're going to play another team that is essentially irrelevant in Minnesota. Oh, the Fighting Gophers. The, the Golden the gophers, gophers, baby. The, the, the Gophers. And uh, if they end up in the Holiday Bowl, it looks like they'll probably be playing Iowa. Uh, eh, I like Iowa. I do too. I like that thing they do with the, yeah, do the Children's Hospital yeah, where yeah. they wave. I think it's uh, really special. Who- so i'm not going to bash who on who did too minnesota
1: much. lay the wood to last year in their bowl game. Yes, it was. a pac 12 team. Wazoo.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: Was it? Minnesota's Minnesota's coach oh. got fired and everybody picked Wazoo to win and Minnesota came out and laid the lumber on him.
0: Yeah, wow. That's uh that yeah. uh, that makes sense. If you have time to prepare for coach Leach you're going to get him. So um, next up we have uh, Stanford, and this one's kind of all over the place. So they go all the way up to a couple places. Believe the Holiday Bowl. I no, I agree. I see the Red Box Bowl. I see the Cheez It Bowl, and the Lost. Can
1: we just be honest here and say that there's way too many bowls?
0: There are too many bowls. Uh, I do like it. I do I like do. bowl season because you turn it on and there's something. You know what I like about bowl season is the
1: bowl pick'em. It's a I lot of like fun. That
0: too. Yeah, I hope you guys are going to do that again. Well, yeah,
1: tomorrow. like take it, Actually, you won last year, didn't you? Uh
0: probably. <laughs> oh <everything>. my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listen to. I mean, this is where at, at this point you know you're like in the fifth or sixth ranked teams mm-hmm. in their conference. So, it gets a little honky. So, listen to all these different teams that Stanford could play. Boise State, Baylor, Wisconsin, Iowa, Fresno State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan. Wow. So, basically, they could play anyone that's a mid-tier Big Ten team or Big 12 team. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Mountain West. Is that what Boise State and Fresno State are in?
1: Well, you know what sucks about that is, I mean – those Big Ten teams that you rattled off, those aren't bad teams. Wisconsin was projected fifth in the nation at the start of the year. They just yeah, I, they got in some law trouble, and then they got some health trouble. Uh, who else did you rattle off in there?
0: Well, Michigan State. But Michigan State's been overrated all year. They keep wanting to put them in the big, uh, yeah. top 25, yeah. and then they get beat. But Fresno State, no slouch. They destroyed UCLA, and they, they're – Probably gonna win the Mountain yeah. West. Um, Iowa has uh played really well this year. And then Boise State. We yeah. know all about them. Next is Cal. Cal looks like they're either gonna go to the Red Box or the Sun. Yeah. Um that could be let's see, Fresno State, Michigan State, Syracuse, Boston College, Virginia, Pitt. Yeah, we're starting to get down to that, like, yeah. oh yeah, that'll Pitt, be a fun Pitt, game to watch. Pitt versus I, Cal. Guess. I, I don't know if I'd watch that'd that'd that. It'd be a
1: really boring game.
0: And then the last team uh, that will be representing the Pac twelve is my Arizona Sunday. Arizona didn't make one? Oh, they needed to win. No, that they game. ended up five and seven. Yeah. And they should have, but they didn't. Yeah. So again, it's between the Sun Bowl, Vegas Bowl, Red Box Bowl. Uh, it looks like they're going to either be pl- – uh, they're going to be playing possibly Virginia, Utah State, Boise State, Wisconsin, Boston College, Miami.
1: Huh.
0: So, we'll see. I would love to see uh, Arizona yeah. State and Miami. Party school. Yeah, like, party that'd school. be cool.
1: Hey, yes. how did – who, who won picks last week, Trev?
0: Um, funny you should ask that. We – you won. You were 5-2. and two, I was 4-3. We are now both forty. No way and we ended the year, tied. We are tied up going into the um the championship. Do we go with
1: New Year's Six bowls?
0: We will do Is New that Year's Six we're bowls. Doing? Uh, well, we'll do the championship. Well, but are we doing, doing the... Pack
1: Twelve, or are we just doing New Year's Six bowls and championships?
0: Uh, I wouldn't mind. Doing okay, Pat I think we should. Then. Yeah, okay. okay. We'll do it then. So, first, let's get to the picks. I'm not going to save Washington to last because they're up on my screen <laughs> right now.
1: It's the only game. So,
0: <laughs> right. Well, and they're my favorite team on here, so they pop up like at okay. the top of the list. So, Washington, Utah, going to go to Santa Clara. Yep, Washington by five. Cover. Jake says they cover. So do I. We're now going to go to the Big Twelve Championship, and we have number fourteen Texas at number five Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma is an eight-point favorite. I, you are obviously taking Utah <laughs> or uh, Texas. Yeah, I was I was thinking yeah. UT. I am taking yeah, Oklahoma. Next up, let's see which one do we want to do. Do you want to do UAB, no. Middle Tennessee? I didn't think so. Oh, we do have another Pac-12 game that was rescheduled. We have Stanford-Cal. Ah, skip it. Okay, you don't care about that.
1: Let's just um,
0: let's get into uh, the SEC Alabama championship to cover. <laughs> Alabama by thirteen. Yep, I also have Alabama. You could do Bama by a thousand, and I'd probably do it. Alabama or Mike Ditka? <laughs> oh, you know, there's the question. Man, some of these games aren't great. Next we have twelve and zero, number Clemson. two in the nation, Clemson versus seven and five. Pitt. Oh my
1: gosh. Big spread, 24.
0: 27 Holy cow.
1: Uh, Clemson. Oh, man, that's a big spread. A, um,
0: they have to score 28 which points. Which they
1: can do, no problem. Taylor they Lawrence could. is a baller.
0: Yeah, four. Yeah, I would go four yeah. if I was him. Instead of sunshine, um, who are you taking? Clemson. Yeah, me too. And then the Big Ten championship, number 21, Northwestern, eight and four overall. Uh, and Ohio State. Ohio State is a 14 point favorite.
1: I don't know enough about Northwestern. Can you pull up their schedule real quick? Okay. No. It's it's almost oh, you're right. Uh, Ohio State.
0: Okay. I'm going to take uh, Northwestern because I don't trust Ohio Fair State. Fair um, You know what? I'm looking forward to Friday. Uh, I can't wait.
1: I can't wait to watch it on my DVR.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you know what? That was a long pod. You a I appreciate it.
1: We both did. That was a team that was a good team yeah. effort.
0: We did it. Go dogs.